Welcome to another episode of the Well Told Story Insights Podcast. I'm producer Steph. Well Told Story creates social and economic value in Africa, harnessing the power of research, media, and strategic communications. You'll find all of our previous podcast episodes, along with blog posts, research, videos, and more on our website, welltoldstory.co.ke. Welcome to Well Told Stories Insights Podcast. I'm Nabila Anibai, Senior Associate with Wellmade Strategy in the Well Told Story Recording Studio here in Nairobi, Kenya. With me are Michael Murungi, Policy and Government Relations Managers for East Africa at Google, and Anastasia Mirzoyans, Head of Knowledge and Learning at Well Told Story. Today we're going to be talking about Hako Solo. Hako Solo means you are not alone. And Hauko Solo is a campaign that was launched jointly between Well Told Story and Google um, to counter extremism uh, in, in Kenya. Anastasia, tell us a little bit about the research and what drove it. So it all started several years ago where uh, we were approached by Hans Adel Foundation who were um, interested in conducting research on um, um, criminal and violent extremism among young people in Kenya. And they wanted to understand what motivates young people to engage with um, radical groups like Al-Shabaab um, or um, just gangs and how we can create a counter narrative and talk to young people and show them other solutions to the challenges that they might have in uh, life. So we conducted a total story, a ground truth study, which is our unique methodology uh, that we use to get very nuanced stories from young people on what's happening with them and then place it in the bigger context of their communities. What we've learned is that young people, especially at the age group that Walter Story is working with, which is 15 to 24, are often faced with real dramatic life crisis, uh, which would be the only parent that they have might be in the hospital and they're incurring massive medical bills, or their only parent dies and they are orphaned and they have to live in the streets, or they get exposed to violence, which is also quite quite common in um, underprivileged, impoverished uh, neighborhood. And then because of the situation and because of the crisis and um, some of the stereotypes and shaming around this crisis, young people do not necessarily open up to anybody about it. And um, they have to face the crisis alone, stripped of any type of information or tools to handle it properly. And they feel completely alone. They feel abandoned. They feel uh, no love or no support from their community. And it usually doesn't occur to them to reach out to people around them and ask for help. So they focus on what they are experiencing and how lonely and scared and uh, helpless they feel. And that's the point where they usually get recruited or they might uh, get recruited by extremist groups because those groups approach young people in search for such critical situations and loneliness. And what they offer is love and support in return for supporting the interest and mission of the group. 
Hence, that's where the notion and conversation around Hauko Solo, You're Not Alone, came at Walter's Story, where we started discussing how can we showcase to young people that when they are in crisis situation, they actually can reach out to their communities, they can ask for help, and there will be people who uh, will support them or will provide them with information or redirect them to other people who can support them. So how do you do this? So here came the idea of finding in a traditional style of suggest media, finding young people, the positive deviants, who experienced this type of a crisis, and they had positive experience with their community. They found a mentor, they found guidance, they found um, support system or resources that helped them to get out of the crisis without engaging with radical groups or gangs or um, engaging in criminal activities in general. So that's where the stories about young people kind of were born, and we started to look. Uh, we started looking for our heroes, the positive deviants that can, through their example, um, show to young people how to deal with crisis situations. So, how did Google come into the picture? Michael, tell me a little bit about how you connected with Well Told Story. Uh, what got you interested in the topic of countering violent extremism and possibly the approach that Well Told Story is using? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. So Google is a big believer in the use of technology for social good. And YouTube, YouTube is one of our platforms, a platform that enables creators and basically anybody to have a voice and a place through which they can communicate their creativity, they can engage an audience and, you know, they can, you know, be out there in the world and be seen and, and be heard. And we provide this platform in order that people, we hope and we presume, will put it to good use. But there are a few people who don't put it to good, to good use, hmm. uh, just like other social media platforms. There are some who use these platforms to plant messages of hate, of extremism. And we were thinking about looking for a unique opportunity. So beyond what we do in taking down content which is extremist on our platforms and preventing our platforms from becoming you know, conduits for this kind of content, we asked ourselves, what is it that we can do to support the work of people who are working in this space in promoting messages of love, empathy, and cohesion, uh, you know, as a positive step towards uh, building that, that kind of community. And we saw the possibility of YouTube being used as a platform for social good. And we thought that we needed the right kind of partner who understands the appeal that social media has for young people, who understands the concerns and the hopes and the dreams and aspirations of young people, especially young people in times of crisis, and who will be able to leverage the platform that is YouTube to use this to you know, engage young people in a conversation that inspires them towards hope and resilience, uh, as opposed to them b being drawn to other conversations that are hateful and extremist. Mm. So how, what was your experience like working with Well Told Story? Um, walk me through what it was like to have this intention um, to connect with Well Told Story and then to come up with the idea for this uh, pilot and, and see it through. Right. So I first heard about Well Told Story when I attended a forum in which a study was being presented called the Ground Truth Study that had been done by Well Told Story. And this was a story about uh, certain experiences of young people, of youths in certain places in Kenya who had been lured uh, or who, had, who are witnesses to people being lured into extremism. 
And um, when I saw the insights that were being shared by World Truth Story, you know, the depth of the research and the understanding that they showed that they had about this particular challenge of extremism among Kenyan youth in certain, certain societies, I kind of made a mental note. And, th- and then later, about a few months later, when we were talking internally at Google about this Creators for Change program that had launched in the UK on YouTube, I thought, wow, this would probably be a good place to maybe contact Walter's story because they seem to have, you know, the research on their hands, they seem to have the audience, um, and they seem to have this great following of young people that they engage. Um, and they seem to be a good partner and a good match for Google in having this Creators for Change brought here in Kenya. So that, that's how it happened. Mm. Tell me a little bit more about the success of it. Yeah, so... Um, well Told Story put together a very good ensemble of um, young people who are inspirational role models. And they profiled these young people in short videos that were posted on YouTube and other social media. And these were, like uh, Anastasia said, videos that were profiling young people in situations of crisis, talking about how they managed to weave themselves out of the, that crisis through resilience and uh, building a sense of community and um, holding these young people as lights and as beacons to other young people in their situation in order for them to be able to emulate their, their model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I'm assuming that this is just the beginning. Anastasia, speak to me a little bit about what you see the, the extended possibility of using different media platforms for addressing violent extremism. So from our perspective at Walter Story, we saw this uh, collaboration with Google was uh, really a successful pilot uh, and step towards something much bigger um, and um, much that, that uh, would be available for a longer period of time and to more young people. We literally had hundreds of thousands uh, young people watching videos, commenting on the videos commending um, our heroes, telling them how proud they are that these young people were able to figure out their life situation and now serve as the beacon of light, as Michael said, and as an example of something very positive and something really important for other young people. So we think that there is really a good possibility to continue this conversation. And let's face it, the um, counter-extremism is not going to go away tomorrow. So we really have to engage very closely with young people. And this first trial shows us that there is a possibility of doing that. It's a scalable um, campaign, and we can engage more and more young people to start serving as the heroes, as the examples, as the hubs for promoting positive resolution of life crisis rather than um, the path towards Al-Shabaab and and similar organizations. So because I've read a little bit about this, um, I know that it's not just about promoting positive examples. There is a pretty uh, strong theory of change that well-told story applies when addressing these issues. Anastasia, can you tell me a little bit about HALT um, and how it is that you actually, what are the things that you can do to intervene? Social media is the platform, but is one of the media outlets that you use. But what exactly are we doing with these media outlets? So HALT is a very 
prominent term in um, psychology, sociology, and it uh, basically means hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. So this is the state where psychiatrists and sociologists say people are most likely to snap and engage in risky behaviors. And what we've seen in the past um, two years with our audience, 15 to 24-year-olds in Kenya, is that because of the economic slowdown around elections and because a lot of their informal jobs went away and some of their formal jobs as well, they had to work really, really hard um, carrying on two, three, four different types of engagement to generate um, income that covers their basic, basic expenses like food and transport. They were extremely fatigued. They were definitely hungry because their income went down quite significantly. They were angry because they felt abandoned by uh, the government, by their immediate uh, communities, and they felt very, very lonely. So last year, only um, about one in five young people said they feel the love and the support from their community at all times. So um, that's where we think Weltel Story, in collaboration with Google and other organizations interested in supporting uh, youth, can come through and um, provide guidance for young people. And our theory of change is based on conversations. So we believe that... Um, when we surface difficult issues, the issues of people not having enough money, not having enough opportunities, people feeling under um, strong pressure to do particular things, don't feeling enough freedom to engage in activities they really like. When we surface these conversations, instead of keeping them under the radar and under the cover, young people start finding resources within their own communities, within their own groups to address these issues, because they see that they're really not alone, that there are other young people who struggle with the same issue or have struggled and now found the solution. So there is an opportunity for Weltel story and the community around Weltel story, the stakeholders interested in the new generation of young people in Kenya to come together and create this big conversation. The bigger, the better. Currently, uh, Weltel story has about four plus million young people that in in its audience in Kenya. Approximately 2 million at this point are online who can actively engage in these conversations. Um, so the bigger the conversation, the more opportunities for young people to first see other young people who have successfully dealt with similar crises and then get support from them, get support from others and get together as groups and create their own communities that will provide them with this love, with the sense of belonging and with solutions right now or in the immediate future mm -hmm. to address this whole health situation. Maybe they cannot immediately address the hunger and the fatigue because it takes for a while to get the business going, their hustles going, but they definitely can address the anger and loneliness. So, I mean, well, there's well-told story certainly has unparalleled access to this cohort of the population. And it sounds like you are taking a multi-pronged approach where you are providing positive examples and guidance, that you're creating these positive support kind of forums where um, young people can create their own solutions and offering ways in which they can make an income and access opportunities. Michael, What's your sense of the next steps on this type of initiative? How do we grow grow it? Because, as you said, it's it's a problem that everybody's struggling with and hasn't doesn't quite know how to handle. 
Yeah. So um, maybe before I mention the next steps, since we've talked about the heroes and the young people that we profiled, maybe I could just mention the names of these young people who are the name and face of this campaign. Um, and maybe just very briefly, there was Jama. Uh, Jama had a great story about how he moved from a criminal gang to starting his own business. Uh, there was Millicent, uh, who struggled with, you know, the challenge of early and unplanned pregnancy and moved on to being a social organizer. Ramadan, who was denied an ID, national ID card, um, a common problem experienced by youth in certain places, but, you know, moved on and, you know, tried to establish himself uh, within his community. Sebe, moving from hanging out with a criminal gang to actually organizing a cultural dancing troupe that uh, plays drums and engages uh, within the community. And Paulette, Paulette, uh, amazing story about, you know, her having to drop out of school for lack of money and, you know, drawing inspiration from her parents and uh, being a dancer and organizing choreography lessons within, within her community. Really amazing stories right. from, from, uh, from these uh, young people. Um, but I just wanted to yeah. to add. Thank you very much, Michael, by for for mentioning these these guys. This is probably a good time to say that um, we have a report online devoted to uh, yeah. this project Hauku Solo, and you can uh, read all of these stories online and also watch videos um, that showcase our young heroes. Yeah, thanks. So, yeah, in terms of what's next, so I'll might have to throw the question back to. Walter's story, because I'll go where the research shows we go. I know that it will be interesting to follow on the impact and the, and the momentum that we've had from the first wave of the campaign. And uh, beyond having engaged uh, young people in very positive, overall positive conversations online and inspiring young people about how to you know, turn around and in a time of crisis, uh, if we could do some research possibly on if there were any young people who, as a result of viewing these videos and engaging with this content, engaging with the Shujia's interactive media, they were inspired to actually make a decision for the better for, their, for themselves and their community. I'm sure there are. We just need to document those stories and also maybe highlight them more in the next wave of the campaign. And maybe next would be engage more with government. I know there are a number of government institutions that are doing a lot of work in engaging young people. It doesn't necessarily have to be those directly working on countering extremism, but you know, any government organization that is geared towards engaging young people, empowering them, inspiring them, and working with partners to build you know, positive conversations both online and offline, I think we'll bring those partners on board so we can build more momentum for this. For more on Hauko Solo and the Hans Seidel report on radicalization in Kenya, please visit the Well-Told Story website. And as Anastasia mentioned, you can also find the videos from this campaign with Google there. Thank you so much for joining us in the studio, Michael Anastasia. You've been listening to the Well-Told Story Insights Podcast. You can find all of our previous podcast episodes, along with blog posts, research, videos, and more on our website, welltoldstory.co.ke. You can send feedback to our presenter, Nabila Alibai, on Twitter. Until next time, from me, producer Steph, thank you for listening to the Well Told Story Insights Podcast. Well Told Story.